welcome to another episode of The Warrior Within the Woman. I'm your host, Pastor Lauren Daniel, and I want to welcome you again this week as we are diving into the Word of God and discussing the skills, talents, the inheritance of your family, and the anointing that you carry. This week was a difficult week. I witnessed a lot of families go through loss. I was truly humbled. God truly humbled me to show me that this is not about me. This life is not about me. My The ministry that I'm involved in is not about me, but it's greater. It's for the kingdom of God. This week, what I want you to know is that you're carrying something special, that you have inherited something from your ancestors, from your grandmother, from your mother, from your father, something that God has blessed your family with, a skill, a talent, an anointing, a prophetic gift, a prayer warrior mentality, even looking at the natural gifts, entrepreneurship, creativity that has a brain and a knack for math or science these type of skills are not just things you not something you just acquire in your studies but god has ordained you and called you to the field that you're working in or called you into the ministry that you're doing and given you these particular skills for the kingdom of god it's hard ministry is difficult it is hard at times to look at things and not feel exhausted and not feel so worn down or tired. But I want to tell you that this is not about us. Your talents and skills are not about us. Your inheritance and the things that you carry from your family, whether you're with God or not, it is not by accident that you're listening to this podcast today. And I believe God is wanting to speak to you directly To stop looking at other people's talents and skills. Stop looking at other people's inheritance and the things that they're walking in. And look at what God has placed in your family. For your marriage or for your relationships or for your children or parents or brothers and sisters. There is something inside of all of us. And we need not take it for granted. This week we're going to look at 1 Kings 21, 1-8. through Verse 1 says, Sometime later, there was an incident involving a vineyard belonging to Naboth the Jezreelite. The vineyard was in Jezreel, close to the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. Ahab said to Naboth, Let me have your vineyard to use for a vegetable garden, since it is close to my palace. In exchange, I'll give you a better vineyard, or, if you prefer, I'll even pay you whatever it is worth. But Naboth replied, The Lord forbid that I should give you the inheritance of my ancestors. So Ahab went home, sullen, angry, because Naboth the Jezreelite had said, I will not give you the inheritance of my ancestors. He lay on his bed sulking and refused to eat. His wife Jezebel came in and asked him, Why are you so sullen? Why won't you eat? Answered her, Because I said to Naboth the Jezreelite, sell me your vineyard, or if you prefer, I'll give you another vineyard in its place. But he said, I will not give you my vineyard. Naboth was a warrior. He was a man of God that knew what he had. 
Satan wants what you have. There is something inside of you that is so valuable that he has tried every which way to convince you that it is not. He's taken every advantage of whenever you're tired and sick and worn out from ministry. But I want to challenge you today, woman of God, warrior that is in this war fighting against the enemy. Do not put a price tag on your anointing. There is not a price tag to what God has called you to do. We should not be willing to give up what we have been given just because it gets hard. Maybe you are a minister or even just a member of a church that is involved in ministry. Wherever you may be, we serve. We serve in spite of how we feel or what challenges we have faced in this week. We still serve. Not because we have to, but because we get to. We get to be the hands and feet of Jesus. We get to serve people out of even when we are exhausted, even when we're tired, even when Satan has hit us day in and day out. We get to serve people. This past week, I stood in a room and prayed peace over my friend's mother as she was nearing the end of her journey here on earth. She was in love with God, ready to go to heaven. And in that moment as I was praying, the presence of God was so strong, almost like you're frozen in time. I can never explain how it felt. It was miraculous. It was wonderful. Through our grief, we still had joy and hope in the future. Again, I walked into another room of a young man who was declared brain dead praying that God would give him one last chance if he had not asked for forgiveness and he had not chosen God. And kneeling down in his ear, telling him about God one more time, it all became real. We can all say that we understand it's not about us. We understand that ministry takes a toll. When you have truly lived a life serving and lived a life even when you're tired and even when you're exhausted and you have so much on your plate, but you go and you do anyways, and reminded me it's not about you. This is not about you. Your desire to do ministry or how tired you are of doing ministry, it's not about you. Jesus didn't do it for himself. He didn't do it on his own feelings or why or if he wanted to, but he did it because he knew we were worth it. So who's worth it to you? Who is worth the service of the Lord? Whose soul is worth going out of our comfort zone on occasion or giving up of our time and serving even whenever it's a busy week? Let me tell you something. It's humbling to truly stand before someone on their deathbed and be reminded that the petty things that we gossip about the rumors that we worry about, the issues between brothers and sisters in our church are so not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth our time worrying about it. It's not worth our time or energy even trying to convince people to like us. It's not worth it because at the end of the day, at the end of our lives, we're not going to worry about who didn't like us. We're going to be more focused on where we're going to spend eternity. And women of God that are wanting to be strong and grow in the Lord, isn't that what we're supposed to be? 
where we stop giving all of our time and energy of talking about other people and trying to get past things and let things go when really they're just holding us back. Isn't that where we're supposed to be? God reminded me this week that I have an inheritance and anointing and I know that there is someone here. There's no, it's not an accident you're listening to this today that you've carried an anointing. You've carried an inheritance of skills and talents that God is wanting to pour out on your children and to hand over to people around you, young children, young people in our churches to raise them up. Do not be buried with your anointing. Do not take your inheritance to the grave. Do not say, I, my feelings are worth it. My feelings are more important. My feelings are more important than this ministry. And I'm tired. I'm giving up. What's worth it? What's worth it? Because yes, we do need to take care of ourselves mentally. But don't use that as an excuse to be a mediocre, lukewarm Christian that won't do anything because it is taxing. We've got to get to a place where we're okay with times of service. We're okay whenever it gets rough, it gets hard. Because God didn't call us into something that's comfortable. He didn't call you into a religion. So stop treating it like a religion. And start treating it like service. A relationship to a heavenly God who gave you everything. Isn't that what it's about? Isn't that what our lives are about? It's God. The kingdom of God. I was tired this week. I'll admit, I get tired in ministry. It's taxing. And Satan will try every which way to distract you from what God is trying to teach you. But don't let it happen. It was easy for me to be reminded when petty drama and stupid arguments would come up this week when God was truly trying to teach me and help me grow in serving him. It was easy to see the tactics of the enemy because it happens every time. It happens whenever I'm serving the Lord. It happens when I'm tired. But I know that the way to get past it is to get deeper in the word of God. The way, even though I'm exhausted, even though I'm tired, I need to be filled up to be able to pour out to these families, these loved ones, these people around me. And there is something inside of me. Something inside of you, woman of God, whether you know the Lord is your personal savior, whether you've backslidden, whether you're engulfed in ministry right now, wherever you are in your life, there is something inside of you valuable, so valuable that the enemy will do whatever he can to convince you to give it up. Naboth knew he was a warrior. He knew the importance the worth of the vineyard. And God had blessed his vineyard more than the palace's vineyard. God will bless what you put your hands to. Even if it's a small amount, he will bless it. And Naboth's vineyard grew. It was blessed and highly favored by God. And the enemy was jealous. The enemy wanted the vineyard. The enemy wanted it for himself. But Naboth knew. He did not deny that Ahab had made him a good deal, maybe. Naboth, Ab- Ahab even told him, I'll give you a bigger vineyard. I'll give you more land. 
I'll even let you name your price if you'll just give me the vineyard. But Naboth knew this is more than a vineyard. This is more than just income for my family. This is more the ministry you're involved in, what you're doing in your family, grandmothers and mothers, teachers, friends, wherever you are, whatever role you play in someone's life, in someone's children's life, it is worth more. It is more than just an income. It's more than what you think it should be. It's more than what it is in the natural. Naboth knew that this was a gift from God. His vineyard was a gift from God. And Naboth replied, the Lord forbid that I should give you the inheritance of my ancestors. Start viewing your skills and talents not as something that is hindering you. Or don't view ministry as something that is exhausting, but Look at it as an inheritance of God. I am a second generation minister. And I believe with every ounce of my being that when my, when my father was called into ministry, God foresaw, he saw in the future that who I would be and who I would become and that I would say yes to the calling. My father had an inheritance of anointing, an inheritance of prophetic gift, an inheritance of preaching and teaching. And I believe that Satan probably tried every which way to convince my father and my mother to sell it off, to get rid of the ministry, to give it up. But I'm so thankful he didn't. I'm so thankful he's still faithful now. They're still faithful in ministry now because it shows me that there's an inheritance, an anointing to the vineyard that God had given us. And I'm so thankful he didn't put a price tag on it, even though I'm sure he was tempted to give up every which way through ministry. I'm so thankful because of what I have now and what I am planning and and pursuing and teaching my son. He doesn't have to be a pastor. He doesn't have to be a minister. But I want him to walk in the same anointing, the same calling, the same inheritance that I have in whatever field he may choose. And may God lead him, lead him into Stop putting a price tag on the anointing. Stop putting a price tag and tempting the devil when you're tired and saying, I'm ready to go. If I would get an offer today, I'd leave. And start speaking life over your ministry. Start speaking life over your family and your marriage. I know it's difficult. I know we get faced with people that they just don't care. But it's not for them. It's not about you. It's not about the people's approval. It's about the souls hanging in the balance. You chose to keep planting the vineyard and taking on the ground that your ancestors had and your fathers and mothers had and what you'll pass down to the next generation. It is so critical and so important that we acknowledge the vineyard that is in our homes, the vineyard of anointing and skills the skills of entrepreneurship that so many of you have, start investing it in people. Start investing it in the children of your life. Start investing it in your church, folk. The people that see your musical talents and abilities, start investing your skills. God is wanting to raise up a generation that is not afraid 
to stand for God, not afraid to begin to plant the vineyard again, not afraid of the land that their ancestors gave them, but will accept it as an inheritance. It's not just an income. It's not just a land that looks barren, but if I would just put my faith in the vineyard that God has given me, the skills and the talents, the musical abilities, the voice of praise that God's planted inside of you, the wisdom that God has given you, the supernatural praying life that you have. Do not take for granted the anointing and inheritance God has placed upon you. Use the gifts and the talents in the spirit and the natural to begin to pour into your children so that when we are dead and gone, they won't die with us, but that we can plant the vineyard. We can hand it over to our children. Do not take it for granted, the anointing that God's placed upon your life, but use it to invest it in other people. Don't die with the anointing. Don't bury the anointing with your body. But invest it so that that anointing and that inheritance will live on. And make it up in your mind that there is no amount of money. There is no amount of land. There is no offer that the enemy can hand you. That is better than the inheritance of God. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to another episode of The Warrior Within the Woman. I pray that this message blesses you. God bless you this week. Remember to like, share, subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. It helps me a ton. And it helps get the word of God out there, encouragement out there to other women and men that are just needing an uplifting word. So share it. I appreciate every single one of our listeners. God bless you this week. Love you, friends.